Welcome back. I'm Graham Richardson. Thanks for being here. Uh, October 4th is a solemn day for many people in our Indigenous communities. Um, it is a day to demand action for missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. Um, October 4th, there are Sisters in Spirit vigils held across the country uh, to mark the passing of these women and girls and the fact that many of them remain disappeared and the inaction in many cases and indifference in many cases of the authorities and generally the Canadian public until maybe a few years ago. And people would argue about that. Bridget Tooley is an Algonquin grandmother and founder of Families of Sisters in Spirit and joins us on the line. Bridget, thanks for being here. Thank you. Tell me about what's happening today and where you are and, and why it's so important today for you. Well, right now I'm on Parliament Hill, sitting. We're having a vigil here for all the families of the missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls. And um, we're sharing stories and um, supporting each other here on the Hill. We have um, ministers and we have um, senators and a bunch of other um, a bunch of other ministers here to come and support us. Um, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. It's 17 years we've been on Parliament Hill, and, um, you know, we're looking for change. We need accountability, transparency, and big-time change. So this is what we're asking for. After the various reports that have come out and a, and a heightened public awareness, uh, I would argue, after inquiries, some Canadians might assume that things have improved. Um, what is your perspective on that? Have they? Um, well, I've been doing this like for almost two decades now, mm-hmm. and uh, for me, nothing has improved. You know, we're still asking for the same things. The only thing, the difference there is there today is there's more missing and murdered Indigenous women. You know, it's happening more and more when it should be happening less and less. So we have a big problem and, you know, things. we need to do something before, you know, lots more go missing or murdered. What ha- this is what we want. We were, we're, you know, we're actually looking at accountability from police here and investigating our cases the way they were investigated. I know some did a really good job, but others... Um, a lot of other cases, um, the police, uh, you know, families are trying to get answers or, or anything, um, any any word on the investigations, and they're not communicating with us. Even my own case is uh, 21 years old, my mother's anniversary. This is one of the reasons why I'm here today. It's her 21st anniversary. And um, there's three police forces in my mother's case involved, and um, I was so happy that this year that uh, in April, the Minister of Indian Affairs of Quebec, Ian Lefrenier, came to my reserve along with the Montreal Police and uh, representatives from the um, Public Safety Minister's Office. They came to apologize and to listen to our family on the reserve. So after 20 years of calling for justice and asking them to acknowledge my mother, they finally did. And this meant a great deal to our family because they never talked about it or anything before. And just to have the acknowledgement was, you know, it was good. It was a good feeling for us. 
But yet acknowledgement is not accountability. Mm. And what our families are calling for is accountability and transparency from the government and from the police. Because if we can't do this alone, you know, and we need to all be included in this, and the police have to be accountable to, along with the government, if we're going to get anywhere. You, the recommendation thing going to work if just half of us are doing it, you know, half of us mm. are accountable. So we need accountable all the way, 100% true. We need unity. We need everyone to be involved. What happened to your mother? My mother was crossing the road um, at night coming home from uh, my sister's house, and she was in the middle of the road, the cops said, and they struck and killed her. She died instantly. And you believe, and the other families believe, that Indigenous women and girls are, particularly by law enforcement, treated in a different way than if those victims were white or from different communities? Yes, yes, absolutely. I can even, you know, it even shows in my own Native police force. They have not spoken to us, and they have not... um, they have not came, come and talked to my family, even when the, sorry about that. That's okay. Even when the uh, minister came to the reserve to apologize to our family, our native police weren't there. So they didn't come, they didn't show up, nothing. And they haven't spoken to our family or tell us anything in the past 21 years. And even today, I don't even know if they'll help us or... You know, what, what What happens? And this is what I'm fighting for now is to know what's going on with our police, you know, with and our own police. And this is all police forces there, not just the RCMP or Ottawa police. It's native police forces, provincial police, all police forces. And, and quickly, I, I've just got a couple of minutes left. When you talk about accountability from police, what do you mean? I'm talking about the way they do our cases. Like, for instance, in my mother's case, there were three police forces involved, and um, the brother of the cop that killed my mother was in charge of the scene. And there's so much conflict of interest, and there was jurisdiction issues and coroner issues, and everything was wrong in my mother's case. They they shut, well, my mother's case was open for three months only, and they never even told the family or anything. It was closed. I only found out about it like a year later. So stuff like this, and there's a lot. If you you paid attention yesterday to the press conference, Mm -hmm. the families were talking about this, you know, and this this is just a handful of families that were on yesterday. You know, we have this happening in every province, territory, everywhere, you know. Bridget, I appreciate your time today. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having us. You know, it's an honor and a pleasure to do this. And we need to help each other. You know, we have to do this. I'm calling for unity. You know, all of us, we can't do this alone. You know, all of us, all of us together, unity. Bridget Tooley, an Algonquin grandmother and founder of Families of Sisters in Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Kajimi Gridge, everyone. Pretty simple ask, right? Lots going on. Lots of off-ramps on this story. Yeah, but things are getting better. Yeah, but 
whatever it is. But you and I all know if this was, if these were missing girls and women from a suburb in BC, Alberta, Ontario, or Nova Scotia, or Quebec, and they happened in the numbers that are happening off reserve and off indigenous communities, we all know the response would be completely different. And that's their point, and that's the point of why they keep coming back 17 years later to say they want accountability and they want change. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty basic ask that treat these missing women and girls, regardless of their circumstances, um, just the same as any other missing women and girls or people. And um, clearly from Bridget's perspective and many of the uh, families of Sisters and Spirits perspective, uh, not enough has changed. The approach has still been the same. Can you imagine you lose someone and the police don't talk to you? Someone is, is, is killed or murdered or disappears and they just don't return your calls. Like that's, and, and I, I'm taking what she said at face value because that's, I've, I've heard that over and over again, that they cannot penetrate and just get simple, basic answers. Hopefully that changes.